Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always just. Oh, yeah. Another episode of Hard Factor. It is Tuesday, January 15th. Our top stories for the day. I'm going to take one about Pacific gas and electric crashing and burning after the California wildfires. Wes is going to do one about a uh, the public murder of a Polish mayor. Yeah, very public, very, very sad. Yes, sounds like it. Uh, Asian correspondent Donnie Does is with us tonight, and he and Pat are going to take us through what the hell China talking about executions and moonflowers. Hey, how are you? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm going I'm to defer to Donnie on this mostly because you know he lives in China. I just read about it. Nice. And Mark will take us through a lightning round of other headlines. Um, so let's talk about Pacific Gas and Electric. Uh, you might call this a case study in what's wrong with America and politics and corporations in general. Uh, you might just call this a shitty story. Uh, but you you remember the giant camp wildfire in California that killed 86 people and burned down the entire town of Paradise, right? That happened. Uh, nope. This, nope. This, nope. Nope. Don't, don't recall that. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Well, I well, drove it huge through it. Thing. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Just a few weeks ago. You can still see all the uh, burn marks on the mountains your, and everything. Yeah. Oh, how's wow. your car? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> oh, after the fire. Yeah. After. Okay. <laughs> yeah. After the fire. Yeah. So it turns out that fire was almost certainly started by the state's biggest energy provider, Pacific Gas and Electric, a company that will now declare bankruptcy because of billions of dollars of liability it's facing in the wake of the campfire and others that they've also started. So um, since 2017, PG&E has caused multiple wildfires due to faulty equipment and poor maintenance uh, that have killed over 120 people and caused at least $15 billion in damages. Needless to say, PG&E CEO Geisha Williams has stepped down, and the company says that it's looking for someone with, quote, extensive operational and safety experience, unquote. So yeah, they need that's a safer not, that's CEO. Not, good call on the safety, and uh, a good call by uh, Geisha Williams stepping down there. Nice. Wait, that's not the CEO's name. Geisha Williams? Yeah, never, that's her. Really? That's her. Apparently, right. she got a big uh, golden parachute, and she'll be just fine. So don't worry. Does it mean that if they're declaring bankruptcy, are they trying to get out of like paying for all these people's, you know, homes and lives and all yeah, that kind of stuff? Or are they correct. still going to be liable? They, they're saying that their liabilities are way more than their assets, so there's just no way they'd be able to pay it, so they're bankrupt. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, so you might. I, what's up? I was gonna say they definitely started this fire, right? There's no two ways about it. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be declaring bankruptcy if they weren't planning on being liable for all of the damages. It's an right. admission of guilt, pretty yeah, much. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So uh, you might think to yourself, this isn't the first energy company conspiracy in California. And if you thought that, you're correct. Because in 2000, Enron famously defrauded California um, by manipulating energy prices. 
uh, causing constant rolling blackouts in the state until they were shut down by the feds in 2001. So they got got away with it for quite a while. Funny enough, uh, PG&E actually went bankrupt during that scandal as well. Uh, that was the last time an energy company nearly single-handedly destroyed the entire state. Uh, clearly, no lessons learned. Um, and so you might think to yourself, how does this kind of shit happen? Like, how, how do these dirty energy companies keep getting to do stuff in California? And the answer is dirty politicians. Uh, the Enron scandal was made possible by a state legislator who was married to an Enron board member. Uh, and that they passed some legislation that allowed Enron to manipulate the prices and, and, and defraud the state, basically. Um, and then this time during the campfire. So while the fire was still raging, uh, literally swallowing entire towns, uh, PG&E still held their annual take state politicians to Hawaii and buy their votes weekend where they hosted 12 California lawmakers in Maui, literally while people were at home burning alive. You wanted them to cancel the trip to Maui? Yeah, well, they were going to Maui, <laughs> <yeah>. Will. <laughs> I mean, you'd think right. they would be a little bit more sensitive given what was what happening. Are, what are they going to do, turn back time or go to Maui in the, in the present? I mean, yeah. yeah, it's not their fault that they selected Maui as their destination. Once you select Maui, you don't stop. Hold on. I want to learn, though, more importantly, how do I go bankrupt? I want to do that better. because uh, You like, just it's declare not, it. It's, it's like declaring yeah. for the awesome. NFL draft. You just declare bankruptcy. Can I go bankrupt? Yes. You, Pat, you're like a week away from being bankrupt. You probably are literally. bankrupt, technically. Pat, yeah, I think you're, you're you could, actually bankrupt. Yeah, yeah, you could declare bankruptcy whenever you want. We've went out. You guys know my strategy for solving problems. <laughs> Throw money at it. but We'll take this offline. I'll, I'll, t- I'll t- teach you through it. It just sounds yeah. sweet. That's what yeah. I'm just saying. It sounds you sweet. You have a strong right. case. It's okay. A, it's, uh, yeah. The economy these guys did it twice. Over. Yeah. Uh, and all these lawmakers had previously voted for legislation that would help utility companies fine for wildfires and have received more than sixty-three, uh, sorry, six hundred and thirty thousand dollars in campaign contributions from utility companies. Uh, so, not, it's just not a lot of wildfires in China, is there, Donnie? Uh, there's not a lot of forests left in China, so <laughs> I think that there you go. That solves the problem. One way to solve the pro- yeah. One way to solve the problem. Yeah, Our president just, feels just, the same way. Just chop all your trees down and use them as uh, fuel. Anyways, uh, you know, to me, this is just a fucked up story because you see that money is just causing all these problems that fuck over regular citizens. And, you know, the CEOs and the politicians go to Maui while everybody else is getting fucked. So it's it's crazy. Fun. Uh, Bill's also a big tree guy. Huge tree guy. This guy loves trees. You wouldn't believe. I love him. Like like trees a lot. All right. Let's take it to the Internet. Darvin <laughs> Dillon Jr. says Aaron Brockovich is licking her chops right about now. And apparently that's true. Right, Mark? Yeah, she's writing articles left and right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Good. So class action is probably coming. And then Jake Michaels says, so California will be without power. LOL. Nice, Jake. Great. Nice, Jake. Kick them while they're down, Jake. <laughs> that's not what it means. California still have power. Just different companies. All right, let's move on. This uh, is a pretty crazy story out of Poland where the mayor of the city of Gdansk, um, and I'm going to butcher his name. I'm sorry. I tried to fucking find how to pronounce it. Nobody is pronouncing it because nobody it. fucking knows. Uh, Paul Ad- 
Adamowicz, I believe, uh, was stabbed at the annual Great Orchestra of Christmas charity event Sunday, which helped raise money for medical equipment for children's hospitals, for fuck's sake. And, uh, yeah, after a five-hour emergency operation and 41 pints of donated blood, um, he subsequently died of his wounds. um, Yeah, that's because he got stabbed in the fucking heart. Right, yeah, he got stabbed in the heart. Bad place to get stabbed. Yeah, Yeah, I watched the video. It's crazy. Yeah, the mayor, he's in the video, you can find it online. I'm a sick fuck, so I search for it. Uh, The mayor is on stage with adults and children. It sounds like he's singing like some kind of countdown song or something. Then right as the stage fireworks go off, some dude rushes him, stabs him in the heart and and stomach, like Mark said. Um, The attacker then just walks around the stage holding both his hands up, one with the knife in it, apparently shouting, Adamowicz is dead until police come in. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we know. (laughs) Adamowicz is dead. Yeah, he's he's calling his shot. Um, just fucked up. This guy's a material. We know, man. Yeah, but right in front of right in front of kids that are just there having like singing a song, and then they yeah. just They're see someone get stabbed. We are the world. And yeah, then exactly. Get stabbed in the heart. Yeah, that's so, so crazy. All those kids have to go to counseling now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible, terrible. So the motivation behind the killing um, was revenge. The attacker claims that the civic platform party, which led the uh, previous government and also supported Adamowicz's uh, his election, uh, had wrongfully imprisoned him and tortured him on bank robbery charges. So he's in jail for five years. Um, <laughs> the psycho also, of course, uh, has a long history of mental health problems and release, was released from prison in December. So it makes sense. You, you hated being tortured in prison so much that you go and kill someone and now face even more prison and more torture. <laughs> dumb fuck. It's like, yeah, I did the bank robbery, but I don't, I don't agree with the way I was punished for it. Right. So, so he held the mayor. Rough, rough why, why was the mayor responsible for his uh, poor he, punishment? He, because this guy, what it sounds like is this guy's a fucking psycho, and he got it in his head that that the, this mayor was associated with the party that he says you know fucked him over in the in, in his sentencing. I mean, he's got apparently he's got like schizophrenia and all kinds of other shit um, and a knife. Apparently. Yeah. Too. So uh, pretty sad story for this town where the 53 year old mayor had been their beloved mayor for over 20 years. So this guy is a oh huge public figure. Yeah. He's known for being very outspoken and progressive. He supported equal rights in the LGBT community. Immigrants, minorities sought to end uh, anti-Semitism in Poland. So um, just moments before the attack, Adama Wicks posted a picture from the event and the quote said in my heart. Gdansk occupies the first place. I want a modern, fair, whoa, friendly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And then a knife yeah, occupies. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wait, he really? He, he sought to end anti-Semitism in Poland? Yeah. How'd that go for him? It's like, yeah, I mean, that's a hell of a platform. That's a tough one. In Poland. Um, uh, Probably the easier these days than, you know. Yeah, it should have been ago. taken care of a long time ago, if you ask me. But right, well, it Don- still exists. Donnie, everywhere. I don't know if you heard, but uh, we talked about it like last week. Poland's having some issues with the escape rooms too. Mm-hmm. I did not um, hear about this. Yeah, there's yeah. a a lot of people. Uh, a group of girls got like died of carbon monoxide and burnt to death. They didn't inside, escape Donnie. inside of an escape room that was unescapable, and then they did a. Apparently, that's like the biggest recreational activity in Poland. There's hundreds of escape rooms and they reviewed like 20% of them and they had to shut down quite a few of them for yeah. safety precautions. I thought yeah, like so th- if you can't make it out of one of the rooms, isn't there like a safety room or something? Aren't you supposed to like supposed say to uncle be. and they let you out? Yeah, Not in Poland. In this in this one, um, the, the safety room had a guy that uh, didn't know how to open the door and then tried to open the door and severely burnt himself and almost died trying to get into the escape room to let them out. It, it, was, it was a level eight Jesus. escape room out of ten. Um, a lot of fire talk on this pod today. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let me continue this this quote. So uh, he says, uh, Gdansk occupies 
the first place. I want a modern, fair, friendly, and open Gdansk, Gdansk where everyone lives well, works, develops, and brings up children. So move on to the Internet's um, comments. Uh, Ian Jukes took this opportunity to uh, criticize all of society. He says, all the crowd seem to be doing in one photo is desperately trying to get smartphone pictures and videos of the assailant. They are removed from reality by their wretched addiction to their phones. Life is not through a six-inch by three-inch screen. It's real and in front of you. Wake up, zombies. So... He was more upset about the fact that people were recording. Ironically, that was the length of the knife. Yeah. yeah. That's what's really wrong with this scene of a right. dead guy and a guy, like, towering over the dead body, yeah. screaming at the yeah. crowd. Yeah. Not the mayor running around with a blade sticking out of his I've heart. I've done it. It was a direct hit to the heart. I've done it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's move on. Let's talk about China. Yeah, Donnie. Yeah. Fill us in. All right. Moving on to uh, the what the hell, China. Uh what the hell, guys? You sentenced a Canadian to death? For what? Oh, he was trying to uh, transport 500 pounds of meth from China to Australia. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can, like, what do you expect in China? You're trying to, you know, move 500 pounds of meth. They kind of, like, seem to be the type of guys that would dish out the death penalty. But the crazy thing yes. about this story is that they had initially uh, just sentenced him to 15 years in jail, and then all of a sudden they were like, you know what, actually, we're going to do a retrial. Boom, death penalty. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, yeah, so they uh, they switched it up on him, and a lot of people think it's just that uh, he's a political pawn because if you'll remember, uh, Canada arrested a Huawei executive, a Chinese mm. Huawei executive, and yeah. China was like, you you need to release this woman. Her name was like Meng something. Let's see. What what, what was her name? Well, Meng, well, Donnie's looking that up. Meng Wanzhou. Yep. Meng so, Wanzhou. A, yeah. a little bit of mortar for the brick of this story. So this guy Schulenberg was first tried in March 2016, and that's when he was convicted uh, of drug smuggling in November 2018. So this was pre- the apprehension of the Canadian uh, when Canada. Oh, so they had the, him the already. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, idiot, the idiot, idiot couldn't take his 15 years. He had to appeal. Yeah, so they've yeah. had him for a while, but then, you know, Canada arrests this, you know, tech executive, and then they're just like, well, we're going to do a retrial. Boom, death penalty. And so they just, uh, a lot of people think this is just them trying to send a political message. And yeah, it, it's kind of crazy how kind of arbitrary the chinese legal system is like i've seen people get in trouble for smoking joints in china and like you know they might be in jail for six days they might be in jail for six months it depends like what sort of political message they're trying to send to the country where that person's from so uh, right. you know with like the whole trade war ramping up between usa and china i feel like i'm kind of in hot water and i've been able to get away with a lot of shit out there but a year down the line, if the trade war is still ramping up, who knows? Maybe yeah, I'll yeah, be uh, taking be a little vacation there. to Chinese prison. Oh, it, let, me, oh, let me ask you. A, let me ask you a couple a of hypotheticals story. because you know you, you know the culture over there. All right, so let's say hypothetically you're smuggling methamphetamines a across a border enough uh, to supply an entire country for a year, right? And let's say hypothetically you get busted and you get handed down a 15 year sentence. Now you're in Chinese court, knowing what you know about China. Are you going to appeal that, or are you no. going to chew that? Hmm. I would. I mean, because I feel I'd like probably, 15 years, all, all all things said, is pretty, pretty good. For yeah, pounds no, of meth, yeah, that is. I mean, meth is like one of those drugs that just like is such a vile drug that like when you're trying to move that much of it, 
the death penalty gets involved a lot. Like I've heard of stories trying to people import meth into Indonesia and stuff, and they murdered some Australians. I mean, I've never heard of someone in China getting murdered over uh, weed or even cocaine or something like that. But when you're trying to move that much meth and you only get 15 years, yeah, you kind of just have to be happy with that. I mean, mm. philosophically speaking, he probably killed more than one person with his 500 pounds of meth. Or oh, no to. doubt about it. Yeah. Um, also, I'm, I'm assuming the Smaller death penalty people. in China is executed a little more swiftly than it is in the United States. I don't think he's going to be sitting on death row for 25 years. I think he's going to be dead tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure that's the way. Yeah, it goes. but I, it's Has very to. rare that China will um, will execute someone from the USA or Canada because they don't want to deal with the diplomatic repercussions. So, like, they definitely use the death penalty on their own citizens a lot. But like, this is very rare. I like. I don't even know the last time. I don't even know if last time that China has executed an American. It's been. A long time. Well, that, that's bet. an American, but they know the Canadians are soft. So. Yeah, what's Canada, Canada going to do about it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes. Please don't kill. Oh, very, very much so. Please, sir, don't kill him. He's dead. Anyway, uh, well, Donnie, let me ask you a question. What do you know about this this uh, China moon bullshit? I know that the Chinese landed on the on the dark side of the moon uh, earlier this month, and now they're trying to grow a flower over there. Yeah, China's got big plans for the moon, and I think I think we have reason to be worried because I read something that said that their first mission to the dark side of the, uh, of the moon only cost the same as building one kilometer of underground railway, and China builds like an entire underground railroad each month, it seems like. So I think they're just going to start pumping out these moon missions. They have plans to build a base. They have plans to go to Mars by 2020. I think they're kind of like leading the renaissance of of uh, the space race right now. Yeah. I mean, I guess wow. it, it seems to me like, and I want your, y'all's take on this, it's kind of like a layup, right? Like, we went to the moon in 1969, been there, done that, we're on to Mars, and China's like, we're on the moon! It's like, yeah, motherfuckers, we did that. Yeah, did but we? did we ever <laughs> grow a flower on the moon? No, we definitely did not. not. Yeah. And, definitely not. Yeah, and I don't really have high hopes for China growing a flower on the moon either, because they... They kind of no. have trouble growing flowers back in China, too. <laughs> it seems true. like a tough well, task to grow a flower on the moon. So. Well, getting in, getting into the flower a little bit, just, just to the specifics of it. So the Chinese, they set up an aluminum alloy container that contains silkworm eggs, as well as seeds for potatoes and flowers and shit. Uh, the silkworms will complete the full cycle of life from hatching, and then they'll turn into moths where I assume then they'll fucking die because they're on the moon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, just so you guys know, the plants will not be the first flowers to grow in space because January 16, 2016, NASA shared photographs of a Ziana in bloom uh, in a plant system aboard the International Space Station. Why are we not feeding our hungry? <laughs> I, I do think that China is going to, at, at a minimum, uh, like uh, give... Uh, characterize the the plant and make it like a cartoon and sell like a trillion t-shirts and mugs and stuff with this flower like that's that'll be like the mascot of china for the next couple of years this moon yeah also we know they can make a flower also pat this is the first step in uh feeding the hungry by jettisoning them off into space to our first colony so i mean it's an important step after the walls built. All right. Well, interesting stuff going on in yeah, China. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think because they want to have a full like moon base set up there. You know, within five years, five ten years. So I mean, yeah, we landed on the moon, but if they have like a permanent base up there, that's going to be a little intimidating. 
Yeah, are they just trying to claim sure. it? I would much I would much rather go live on a moon base than die on Mars in the next That's true. 30 years. So. Yeah, it's like dipping yeah. your toe in the water. Right. It's, gonna, it's, it's Fisher, Pri- Fisher Mar- Price, my first Mars is trip. a little too ambitious. They're going to take our flag out, too? Let's, no, get into, uh, <laughs> let's get into some stories that we, we didn't have time to do uh, in full. So United States President Donald Trump is having a pretty good time with the whole Jeff Bezos affair. On Sunday night, he tweeted, So sorry to hear the news about Jeff Bozo being taken <laughs> down by a competitor whose reporting, I understand, is far more accurate than the reporting in his lobbyist newspaper, the Amazon Washington Post. Hopefully the paper will soon be placed in better and more responsible hands. So Trump's just going to twist <laughs> this fucking knife for months. I mean, is. this is the... This is the most fun he's had in a while. This he's, he's so excited. He gets to make fun of Bezos, eat like cheeseburgers with a football team. Yeah. He's just having a great time. Pretty hey. good week for him. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is going to call for marijuana legalization in her next budget proposal. So nice, Rhode Island. Nice. All right. That's, that's pretty much all I had for that one. Good, <laughs> good, good job, Rhode Island. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Welcome, welcome to to the twenty first. What is what is what is it? Twenty nineteen. Welcome to twenty nineteen, Rhode Island. <laughs> oh, nineteen. Nice. Yeah. Wake uh, me up when yeah. Oregon has legalized shrooms. If that, I mean, it may have already Ooh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of time, Donnie. That's soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're voting on it. Yeah. It's really fucking annoying. You can go to the gas stations in Texas now, and you can buy CBD water. But they still are like so far away from oh, decades flower. away. Yeah, it sucks. Um, really? I, I had no idea they're selling CBD waters at gas stations. Yeah. Nice. That yeah, sounds pretty nice. Yeah. You know, smart water. Why didn't you buy us a few for the show? This is chill. Yeah, I, I, I think it's bullshit. Like, it, you need to eat so much of that shit, like you know, edibles yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I've yeah, never the really had it get me. CBD isn't good enough yet. They got to yeah, They got to yeah. let you go higher. Yeah. I'm sitting here drinking regular fucking water. All right. AOC is being a rascal once again in responding to a bunch of people calling her a financial infant or peasant for her self-professed comment of not being able to afford rent in Washington, D.C. until she received congressional paychecks. Preach, Uh, sister. She tweeted the thing Republicans. uh, The thing is, Republicans taking cheap shots forget to mention is that it's about having trouble affording a second apartment. So she wanted to let us know that she lives in the Bronx and works in D.C. and she needs a spot in both places. But I understand how they can't conceive a life where people don't casually maintain two homes. So all Republicans casually are rocking two homes. I mean, in what AOC's the world. fuck is she bitching about? <laughs> She's in the club. It's like it's like riches are within your sights now, dude. You're a member of Congress. You're going to be fucking rich. She sh- yeah, shut sh- the fuck she up. She should shut up about money because people are going to be throwing money at her like oh my God, left dude. and right. She should. Does she know how our government works? Definitely stop talking about being poor because she's no longer poor and never she's will gonna be She's going to have again. a boat so soon. Uh, the GOP House Steering Committee, which comprises the party's top leaders, convened an emergency evening meeting. Oh, I'll start that one again. The GOP House Steering Committee, which comprises the party's top leaders, convened an emergency evening meeting to discuss Iowa Representative Steve King's questioning <laughs> in an interview last week why phrases such as white nationalist and white supremacist are considered offensive. Uh, so House Minority <laughs> Leader Kevin McCarthy left the meeting announcing King had been removed from all three committees he's currently assigned to following a swift, unanimous <laughs> vote. Basically, the door shut and they were like, he's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, good. Let's get the fuck out of here. He's gone. Um <laughs> King is now slated to become the only House Republican without a committee assignment in the entire 116th Congress. So um, 
that must be a depressing office to intern in. Talk about your classic being ostracized in the cafeteria scenario. Don't mm-hmm. want to sit next to the, the king interns. <laughs> White supremacist no way. guy. <laughs> Bunch of fucking losers. Uh, and lastly, in a real shocker of a story, a registered sex offender with surgically implanted horns in his head uh, has been arrested on suspicion of trying to lure women into his home. So Arturo Martinez, oh, wow. who's a 42-year-old. 40, <laughs> yeah, you got to take a look at this guy's mm. fucking... Horns. He's got like, the get double busted. horns. What, what? So yeah, here you go. He got busted because he's accused of pestering a teenager along with other women on social media to come into his home, and has, he was trying to lure people to his home. He also used a fake name and fake voice to make himself sound like a woman, and allegedly contacted babysitting, cleaning, taxi oh uh, companies, <laughs> comp- delivery services in order to get women to come to his house. He was like, oh, "Hey, God. I have a child." Oh. Where? Shut up! I need a babysitter. <laughs> and then he was just gonna uh, assault them. So his first line, whenever any vendor came to his house, it's like, "Don't mind the horns." Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's 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 making it a lot harder for himself. Like rule number one, if you want to get woman in your house, is don't get horns installed. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the first step. <laughs> Everyone knows you have a sixty percent better shot if they come into your house, right? It's hard to get them through the threshold Maybe of the get door them removed. when you got the horns. Well, yeah. I, I, I know she loves me because she started dating me when I had horns. Also, also easily, <laughs> easily described for a sketch. That's me for me, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks to our special uh, guest, Asian correspondent Donnie, for joining. No and, problem. Um, if, if you did enjoy the show, tell your friends about Hard Factor, and tell your friends to tell their friends about hard factor and for them to tell their friends get see what i did there we're growing in 2019 and need your continued support which to this point has been fucking awesome so thank you so much for listening and most importantly have a great fucking day